2: Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at 888-235-7374. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard.
3: Okay, uh, good evening to those of you uh, listening to our live broadcast tonight, July 24, 2012. And hello to those of you listening to an Internet Archive within a few minutes of the show close or a rebroadcast some other time. Great you remembered our time. Yes, we air Tuesdays with live programs, Wednesdays and Thursdays with rebroadcasts. All of this in the evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time here on Blog Talk Radio. And there is a link on my website. Now, yes, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. With me, psychologist Parthenia Izard, here on Blog Talk Radio. And to call into the program, call 619 789 6835. That's 619-789-6835, or you can send a message to me during the program, and we can have a bit of a chat in the sense that I'll take your question and share it with my listener. Um, Now, you send the instant message during the program through the link on the Blog Talk Radio homepage. Now, to find the program without the link in my e-card, which I send out every week, um, you have to enter the name of the program or my name in the Blog Talk Radio search box. Please, any problems with the Internet links, Give me a call at 866-472-6094. That's 866-472-6094. Now, on this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products and issues, and we do it with the experts. Only try the therapy shared here, however, after consulting with your physician. Now, last Tuesday, our live program guest was, and that was July 10, 2012, our guest was Jerry Gavin, author of Messages from Margaret for the year 2012 and beyond. If you missed that program, you can go to my website at www. Dot amtherapies.com, click on the radio link to hear the show. For appointments with me, and that's face-to-face or remote, uh, and for general information, again call 866-472-6094. Eight six six four seven two six zero nine four. Now remember, you can purchase the book I co-authored, One Hundred and One Great Ways to Improve Your Health, on my site. Again, that's www.amtherapies.com. Go there to make that wonderful resource a gift to yourself and/or a friend. You can also follow me on Twitter, Alternative Medi, and don't forget. Purchasing new skin supplements and beauty products where beauty and wellness meet technology. Now, when we come back after the news uh, tonight, I'm going to be speaking with Connie bennett CHHc CPC ACC, author of Beyond Sugar Shock for the um, uh, Beyond Sugar Shock. Now um, and again, uh, at the end of the program, we will discuss Wild Yam and the Asana Urva. Padasana. Now it's time for our wellness news.
2: Again, this is from Science Daily,
3: um, and live to twenty-twelve. Why does this never feel? feel uh, neuroscientists have found strong evidence that vivid memory and directly experiencing the real moment can trigger similar brain activation patterns. Uh, the study led by Baycrest's Rotman Research Institute, or RRI, in collaboration with the University of Texas at Dallas, is one of the most ambitious and complex yet for elucidating the brain's ability to evoke a memory by reactivating the parts of the brain that were engaged during the original perceptual experience. Now, researchers found that vivid memory and real perceptual experience share striking similarities at the neural level, although they are not uh, pixel-perfect brain pattern replications. The study appears online this month in the Journal of Cognitive Neuroscience, uh, ahead of print publication. Quote, when we mentally replay an episode we've experienced, it can feel like we are transported back in time and reliving that moment again, end quote, Uh, said Dr. Brad Bushbaum, lead investigator and scientist with Baycrest RRI. Quote, our study has confirmed that complex multi-featured memory involves a partial reinstatement of the whole pattern of brain activity that is evoked during an initial perception of the experience. This helps to explain why vivid memory can feel so real. End quote. But vivid memory really fools us into believing we are in the real external world. And that in itself offers a very powerful clue that the two cognitive operations don't work exactly the same way in the brain, he explained In this study, Dr. Bushbaum's team used functional magnetic resonance imaging, fMRI, a powerful brain scanning technology that constructs computerized images of brain areas that are active when a person is performing a specific cognitive task. A group of 20 healthy adults aged 18 to 36 were scanned while they watched 12 video clips, each nine seconds long. Uh, sourced from YouTube.com and Vimeo.com. The clips contained the diversity of content such as music, faces, human emotion, animals, and outdoor scenery. Participants were instructed to pay close attention to each of the videos, which were repeated 27 times, and informed they would be tested on the content of the videos after the scan. A subset of nine participants from the original group were then selected to complete intensive and structured memory training over several weeks that required practicing over and over again the mental replaying of videos they had watched from the first session. After the training, this group was scanned again as they mentally replayed each video clip. To trigger their memory for a particular clip, they were trained to associate a particular symbolic cue with each one. Now, following each mental replay, participants would push a button indicating on a scale of 1 to 4, one equaling equaling poor memory, four equaling excellent memory, how well they thought they had recalled a particular clip. Now, Dr. Bushbaum's team found clear evidence that patterns of distributed brain activation during vivid memory mimicked the patterns evoked during sensory perception when the videos were viewed. Uh, by correspondence of 91%, after a principal components analysis of all the fMRI imaging data, uh, they saw the so-called uh, "quote hot spots" end quote or largest pattern similarity occurred in sensory and motor association areas of the cerebral cortex, a region that plays a key role in memory, attention, uh, perceptual awareness, thought, language, and consciousness. Dr. Bushbaum suggested the imaging analysis used in his study could potentially add to the current battery of memory assessment tools available to clinicians. Brain activation patterns from fMRI data could offer an objective way of quantifying whether a patient's self-report of their memory as, quote, being good or vivid, end quote, is accurate or not. Okay. Now...
1: Uh you.
3: my website. This dot com. And call our number for faces, and we'll two six zero nine four. Audrey uh, Call Internal Program, 619 789 6835. We'll be back with Connie Bennett, CHHC, CCHCC, author of Beyond Sugar Shock, the six step plan to break free of your sugar addiction, get slimmer, sexier, and
0: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures
3: on Blog Health Radio, uh, remember on my site, www.amtherapies.com, you can preview and purchase the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. My chapter is Naturopathy. Now tonight we're going to be talking with Connie Bennett, uh, C-H-H-C-C-T-C-A-C-C author of Beyond Sugar Shock, the six step plan to break free of your sugar addiction and get slimmer, sexier and sweeter. To call into the program, call six one nine seven eight nine six eight three five. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Connie Bennett, uh, and I'm going to ask her to explain the letters after her name when she starts. Um, Connie Bennett is an internationally recognized motivational speaker, a certified health coach, certified life coach, journalist, blogger, radio host. Yes, here on Blog Talk. <coughs> excuse me, here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, best-selling author and former sugar addict, known as quote sugar freedom coach and quote she runs her popular groundbreaking sugar freedom now course uh, this book's companion program she studied at the institute for integrative uh, nutrition and the institute for professional excellence in coaching hello connie good evening how are you
1: hello portaini thank you so much for having me on
3: Oh, well, it's a delight. Um, why don't you start out by, well, first of all, I'm going to tell everybody, Yeah, if you're fighting a sugar addiction, you're going to be tempted with some three beautiful-looking, delicious-looking cupcakes at the top of the book. Oh. But it's beautifully done. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously making the point that And if you're tempted, then you really need to read the book. And it's designed beautifully. And, and um, if you're
1: tempted, you know you can do as one reader, uh, uh, let me know you can cover them up until you feel strong enough <laughs> to face them Very but, good. but they really do demonstrate the the situation which is that were just about wherever you go you are going to be tempted right. now my book was not intending to tempt you <laughs> no um, but it
2: you no know, makes uh, people but, but, cup- but it
1: it really demonstrates what what is going on out there and cupcakes actually are are like you know all the rage these days, but the thing is you go to you go to buy all these cupcakes, but you don't hear about it. well, if you eat too many of them, well, guess what? It can lead to more than a hundred ailments, it can uh-huh. lead to heart disease, cancer, type two diabetes.
3: Okay, so, before
1: we get too far into all of
3: that, I want to get a little personal information in first about uh, you.
1: Tell me a little tell us a little my, bit about you want my sad sugar story. <laughs> you know what
3: what growing up was like for you um and then you know take us into what even got you interested in all of this.
1: Well, what I really want to do is just back up to I don't need to go into my childhood. Uh, I want to back up to 1998, and that's basically when I was at, in the throes of a very huge sugar addiction myself.
3: So, so how did you get you know, there? nearly
1: 14 years ago? How did you get there? You know, I, I, the way the way any American or or anybody at, anywhere around the country gets there. I mean, let's face it. As I, you know, as I mentioned earlier, it doesn't matter where you, just about wherever you go, whether it's to a drugstore or a pharmacy—well, it's the same (laughs) thing—or or a hospital. For goodness' sake, okay, hospital is supposed to heal people, but what happens is you go into like the cafeteria and they have junk food galore, tempting you. I mean, that's like an oxymoron. Anyhow, so. You know I felt prey to um sweets i think i remember, i do remember one particular incident or which is that um i I sort of dipped in and out of my sugar habit over over you know my life and um but i went to i was actually a, a freelance journalist at the time, and I remember going to movie screenings and they had these like red licorices that were just like there beckoning me. And I started off, you know, I had maybe one or two, and the next screening I went to, I had three or four. And I don't know, next thing I knew, I was, like, buying bags of this stuff. Um, I mean, it's very, very easy to get hooked. Companies certainly study ways to make food palatable is the term that they use, palatability. They want to make it pleasing to you. I mean, so... That's what they do. They make it pleasing, and it's very easy to get hooked. Now, there's really some fascinating new research that's come out that shows that, yes, you actually can be hooked and that sugar can be even as addictive as, like, say, cocaine. They had this one study. It was fascinating, and they took rats, and um, they were already hooked on cocaine, and then they gave them, I believe it was sugar water. Um, Don't quote me. I I think that's what it was. And so they wanted the sugar water over the cocaine. Okay, that's scary. But what it does is it it triggers similar things in your brain. And when the rats tried to get off sucrose, and there were several, there have been several studies, and they've also now, you know, been uh, doing studies on humans. But anyhow, several studies show that literally the sweets can light up certain parts of your brain and that you can go through withdrawal symptoms. The people that I coach, they're like, you know, it may it makes them feel good. I mean, it, it reassures them. Oh, my goodness, it is not all in your head. It's really not.
3: Okay, well, what is a CHHC and a CCT, <laughs> CPC, ACC? What does what all that mean? So yeah, it was pretty funny
1: to hear you uh, reading about. Um, so CHHC is I'm a certified holistic health uh, um, uh, coach. Oh, I'm sitting here looking at your description here. It says CHHC, it's CHHC is a certified health, health uh, coach. And then I'm also a C-P-C, which is a certified professional coach. So basically I'm a health coach and I'm a life coach. And the A-C-C is another designation in terms of life coach. So I'm both the life coach and a health coach. Um, I began helping people who had sweets. So let me just back up. So I was I had... I was very hooked on sugar myself, and then I had um, a doctor tell me that I had to get off sugar and refined carbs. I had 44 uh, ailments that were, you know, besieging me, and um, I didn't know what it was. I would become moody for no reason. I had uh, horrible headaches, brain fog, difficulty concentrating, which is obviously similar to brain fog, uh, severe PMS. Oh, horrible, of course, sugar cravings. The the symptoms just went on and on and on. Some of them seemed very, very strange, like cold hands and feet and muscle pains, heart palpitations, crying spells, which didn't go over too well with my boyfriend, who then dumped me uh, because he couldn't handle the excessive mood swings. Anyhow, I uh, went to one doctor, one of many I've seen over the years, and he quizzed me about what I was eating, I said you've got to get off sugar and refined carbs and if you do all your ailments will go away. And I was a skeptical journalist and but really what happened is all my symptoms did go away. And that was pretty that was pretty um startling, exciting, but just like, you know, it's like, oh, my goodness, just getting off sugar could do that. I mean, can you imagine your 44 ailments and they all go away? Now, but here's the thing. At the time, I didn't want to quit sugar, and those are the, basically the people that I now help. Most people I help do not want to quit sugar. I mean, who wants to? It's not So no I fun. guess
3: after all of this, you decided to start coaching specifically related to the uh, sugar addictions?
1: Well, that's, you know, a few years later, I mean, not initially, but a few years later, I then um, made the decision that I wanted to it – was, it was very clear to me. as I was writing my book, Sugar Shock. My first book was Sugar Shock. And it was, and it was very clear to me that people need help, that it's a very difficult habit to break. You don't just say, okay, I'm going to quit sugar and then quit. It's, it's very far-reaching. Sugar um, ha- has a lot of meaning in people's lives you know parents bring home sweets and candy bars or bagels i think when i was a kid my parents brought home bagels which i'm and they're not sugar but they're refined carbs so anyhow it's it's a habit that is very very well ingrained and of course food plays a huge role in our lives
3: well this is and why i always like to sort of tap into the beginnings to sort of, you know, lay a, fr- a foundation for understanding how people get to where they are so that other people can see maybe some things that are similar and sort of maybe avoid some of the same patterns that, you know, uh, other people have experienced. Now, one thing I liked that was very nice about your book was it was broken up very clearly, very in a very organized fashion. You have three parts here. Part one, the sour truth about sweets. Part two, your first three weeks, get ready to say goodbye to sweets and talk And And then part three, your last three weeks for Sweeter Life Begins. Your Sweeter, sorry, Your Sweeter Life Begins. Um, uh, Chapter one, my sad, that's S period, A period, D period, to sweet story. Chapter two, the sugar shock quiz, you know, find out how hooked you are. I mean, that's wonderful. Gives people a, a good jumping off point. Chapter three, the big preventable killers. Four, how you landed on your SAD path chapter 5 week 1 your mind can i just mind? interject
1: for a second so people who don't know what that is
3: okay, is America. we well, I we're going to get to that oh, cuz I'm going to go back <laughs> but i just want to give them the overview so they know exactly what to expect in the book and then that's going to be the framework for what we talk about uh chapter 5 week 1 your your mind chapter 6 week 2 your body chapter 7 Week 3, your spirit. Chapter 8, week 4, your body. Chapter 9, week 5, your mind. Chapter 10, week 6, your spirit. And then you have a conclusion and, of course, resource information for them as well. Okay, so what is SAD?
1: Um, In America, SAD has been used to mean the standard American diet. And by standard American diet... And now, if you're overseas, as I I know many people are, it also stands for the standard abuse diet. Yeah. And they're popular both in America and abroad. But by either the standard abuse diet or the standard American diet, we are talking mainly processed foods. They are... Fatty, they are fried, fiber-poor, non-alive, nutrient-deprived, heavily, heavily processed. They're just unhealthy, for goodness sake. And, of course, they are loaded with sugar for the most part. And by, and they're culprit carbs, by that I mean that, the, that the, the fiber has been, like, processed right out of them. So that basically means most of the junk food that people are eating. And I dare say that, well, I mean, there's research that shows that people are eating anywhere between at least a third, if not more, of their diets is SAD. Now, SAD also has a double entendre because when you're eating these sad foods, you are really sad.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and my goal is to bring you to a place of sweet. I came up with a fun acronym for SWEET, which is that you savor wholesome, exciting, energy-producing foods and activities that turn on your better life of a mind-body-spirit balance. When you were reading the table of contents, I, I want to clarify for listeners what um, what my intention with this book was. First Very off, um, it's since it's tough to break SWEETs, what I do is I give you three weeks you don't have to quit sweets. You're not going to quit sweets in those first three weeks. So initially, you are going to take the quiz. You want to hear my <laughs> my sad to sweet story. Um, and then you want to take a look at how you got to your sad path. But the, for three weeks, the first three weeks, you're not doing anything related to changing your diet. And there's a reason for that. It sort of dates back to 1998 when I was quitting sugar. And my doctor said, okay, Connie, quit sweets and refined carbs and, and just go do it. So I didn't want to do it at all. I was angry. I was rebellious. I was resentful. I was annoyed. I was just like, why? Why should I do this? I mean, every you know negative emotion you could think of, I had it. And that is... Those are my readers now. You're going through what I went through back in 1998. So even though my doctor told me to do that, and I knew that my health depended on it, since I didn't want to do it, I still, and I was a journalist at the time. I mean, I'm still a journalist, but I was a journalist. And so I behaved like a journalist, and I now bear in mind nineteen ninety eight I couldn't just go on the internet and join a support group online and all of a sudden get help to quit my sugar habit. It was not quite that easy. So I bought books about sugar and I'd sit there and I'd read these books about sugar, sugar blues, lick the sugar habit, get the sugar out, and um at the same time, get ready, I was a hypocrite, I would be eating candies <laughs> <laughs> So I was like the ultimate hypocrite. And I did that for, you know, roughly three weeks. Like my doctor said, quit sugar. I didn't want to do it. But I still started to read about its dangers. And finally, after about three weeks of reading all these books and, you know, eating my candies and feeling worse and worse and worse, something snapped inside my head. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it now. But I wasn't ready before that. And since then, I've been, you know, coaching people for like the last 10 years to get off sugar. I've noticed that it wasn't just me. The people tend to need some time for the reality to sink in. They need some time for to get scared. They need some time to learn what exactly is going to happen to them if they continue with their sugar habit. So I'm not going to tell you just go quit this second. Now, this book, beyond sugar shock actually evolved out of a course that i teach it's called the sugar freedom now course and i've been doing different uh variations of it since 2002 um, and in fact the program began it had a different name but it was a three-week program and then three weeks just didn't seem enough and that's when they later on divided it into two three-week programs so you can find out about the Sugar Freedom Now course. I actually have a, a website. It's just com. But anyhow, I was developing the Sugar Freedom Now course, and then and then that turned into the book. So after, but during your first three weeks, what you want to do is you want to make changes to your mind, to your body. I know you talk a lot about you know the need for you know kind of coordinating all aspects of your life. So what you do in the first three weeks is you, you have activities that engage your mind, your body, or your spirit. So it's five, six, and seven are all different activities for different things related to your mind, body, spirit. In other uh, words,
3: chapters five, six, and seven. Got you. Right. Okay, good.
1: So the first uh, three weeks of the program, you're doing things to engage your mind, body, spirit. Then when you actually do quit or you cut back by the way you decide... By you, I'm talking to those of you who decide to quit. Um, You decide how you're going to do it. If you're going to go cold turkey, are you going to go gradually? Are you going to still allow yourself some from time to time? I do not tell you the way that you should do it. In fact, I, I spend a little bit of time helping you to discover what sugar color code you are. In other words, are you the kind of person you just can't have one bite 'cause one bite's always gonna lead to a, you know, one bite of ice cream is gonna lead to a gallon of ice cream or you know, whatever whatever your um trigger food is and you just can't say no. Or you're the kind of person you have such annoyance and anger and resentment and you're like, I need sugar, you know, to live the American dream Okay, I'm exaggerating but <laughs> <laughs> Um But you you're one of those you actually can have a little bit but some people actually need to quit totally in order to then later on have a little bit. I'm uh, glad
3: you mentioned that because there are you know, a lot of people who may not have symptomology to share, but they certainly are doing damage to themselves by eating refined sugars and all that sort of thing. Oh, yeah.
1: And the, and so. the other part of it is for people who have major health issues, you really do need to go cold turkey. Mm-hmm. I mean, not cold turkey. Excuse me. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. You really do need to cut it out totally that's what i meant you don't need to go cold turkey for some people cold turkey is is doesn't fit with their lifestyle and going gradually is the way to go sorry about that so i have with the last three weeks of the program basically it's also three more weeks of of activities that you that engage your mind body and spirit okay why
3: don't you okay i'm sorry go ahead
1: that's so so basically you know i try to lay the groundwork now the book I mean, you know, you can you can quit sugar just using Beyond Sugar Shock. I encourage people to also find out about my Sugar Freedom Now course. They're kind of designed to be companions. They kind of go together um, because, you know, I'm not always going to be there for you. Um, mm-hmm. And so the book you can kind of cozy up to and, and use it to support you in different times.
3: Well, since you mentioned both, why don't you give them your contact information at this point, your website and blog uh, information so that they can follow sure.
1: up? Well, I think that the <laughs> best thing to do is to go to, did I say something funny? No, go ahead. I, I, no, go right ahead. you going to oh, give okay. them an the email, address,
3: I mean, website.
1: Um, the best thing to do is to just go to beyondsugarshock.com, and you actually can get all kinds of, uh free gifts and you know find out about you know things that I'm doing I, I do a lot of free programs in fact I have a, one coming up in uh early August and uh then you can find out as I as you mentioned I'm also on Blog Talk Radio um I have a show it's called Gap with the Gurus where I interview uh experts in health and wellness um I had Dr. Christiane Northrup on uh last week This week I'm taking off.
3: Well, that's (laughs) very good. Uh, (laughs) The um, thing I was going to ask you to sort of share with us next was how you came up with the quiz and what people will find out when they take the quiz.
1: You know, that quiz evolved over, you know, something like, you know, 10 years of working with people. And I know at one point I even asked people for ideas uh, you know for questions, and people even contributed some of them. Uh, some of the questions are designed to um be humorous, for instance uh here's one of the, the first question of the quiz if someone ransacked ransacked my home. She or he would find candy wrappers hidden between soda cushions, a box of cookies stuffed into my closet, or crumbs hanging onto my sweaters and shirts. And then you answer yes or no. That was, you know, the quiz is designed part of it to actually, you know, be kind of humorous. Um, Here's one. Let's see. Do we have any holidays coming up? Well, there are always holidays coming up. Here's one. I love holidays like Easter, Christmas, Valentine's Day, Thanksgiving, and especially Halloween because they're great excuses to buy chocolate bunnies, candy canes, gingerbread cookies, chocolate pecan pie, or big bags of candy, yes or no. But then we segue into a serious one, which is at least one member of my immediate family has had a history of obesity, type 2 diabetes, cancer, or heart disease. Uh, here's another question. I become quite irrational, lose my cool for no reason and then take it out on my loved ones.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: sort of learned um the the issues that people are facing. I always um challenge people who take the Sugar Freedom Now course. I'm like, ask me a question. Tell me what you want to learn, you know, because I mean I I like to think that I know most of the questions, but I always encourage people, ask me your questions Because anybody who takes a course, I then alter the programs and I can add those questions. I can't add it to the book right now, but I can add it to the program. Um, Here's another question. I often get depressed after a sugar high. A would be all the time. B would be sometimes. C would be rarely. D would be never. Now, here's one that a lot of people don't think about. There's actually a sugar-libido connection. So here's a question. I lose all interest in making love to my honey. He or she probably thinks I don't love him or her anymore, but that's not true. I just don't have the desire. I do tell the story in Beyond Sugar Shock of a woman who went for, through my sugar freedom. Now, of course, I do not tell her name. Um, I think, you know, she asked... Our condition for my telling her story was that I had to protect her in anonymity. And I'm like, sure, okay, sure, no problem, no problem. Because her story is, like, so amazing. At the beginning, she had absolutely no sex drive, no interest at all in being amorous to her husband, no interest in cooking. All she was interested in was sugar, 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 sugar. Wow. And her life became so much more well-rounded and so much more fun. And, yes, one of the big benefits for her was all of a sudden her libido increased. So you can imagine her husband is now a huge fan (laughs) of her being off sugar and supports her.
3: Well, that's wonderful. I mean, no, that's very good. And I, I think that oh, her
1: story was people need to no,
3: realize how simple sometimes these um, you know, solutions can be when it, it, as opposed to thinking that there's something seriously physically wrong with them uh, that's keeping them from being able to do some of the things they want to do. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what people find out what categories you have here that they will find themselves in and what that means after they've taken the quiz?
1: The red, yellow, or Mm -hmm. uh, green sugar color code. What I basically found after coaching uh, sugar addicts for a decade is that people tend to relate to sweets in one of three ways. So um, there are the people out there, and I believe they're in the minority. I don't have any particular, you know, stats for this. Uh, but those are the people who can have the green color code. And by that, I mean they can go to, like, a, you know, a birthday party or whatever, and they can have a piece of cake, and that's that. And they just they don't think mm-hmm. about sweets. Sweets are not a major part of their life. It doesn't rule them. You know, they're, they're, everything is just, you know, they, they can just kind of sail through situations and not have to worry at all about um, sugar. So those are those are the green lighters. You can actually have a green light, two sweets. Um, I do have to say this. I mean, of course, I want people to buy the book Beyond Sugar Shock, but um, people who are a green lighter, probably don't need the book Beyond Trick Jock but but but, but well, unfortunately, I disagree probably a loved one does
3: well that's what I was going to say they
1: may not need it for
3: themselves but they may have a child a relative or someone that they know who can benefit so I, I think it's definitely something everybody should purchase yeah. um, hold that thought <laughs> folks you are listening to Wellness Homeless and Wisdom with me psychologist is our here on Blog Talk Radio um, you can follow me. With alternative medicine, and you can purchase new skin products on my website www.amtherapies.com, uh, and um, I'll tell you a little more about this skin products on the return.
0: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com.
2: Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies.
3: Okay, as I was telling you about this product, the regular basis know that uh, they include supplements that with the incorporation of nanotechnology are, are more efficiently uh, assimilated into the body. Uh, their beauty products are enhanced by an, what they call age lock technology that promotes youthful skin. Um, I call it uh, where beauty and wellness meet technology. Now, when you go to my website to purchase, you have to enter a code, and that's U S and Sam W nine zero nine nine one zero one. Again, U S W nine zero nine nine one zero one, and that will take you to the site where it will give you information about all of the products. Okay, we are back with my guest. <clears throat> Excuse me. My guest is Connie Bennett, uh, C-H-H-C, C-P-C-A-C-C, author of Beyond Sugar Shock, the six-step plan to break free of your sugar addiction and get slimmer, sexier, and sweeter. Okay, you know, um, some people don't understand what the mind has to do with all of this. So can you sort of elucidate on the connection between the mind and flipping the switch as you refer to it?
1: Hmm. Your sugar habit, uh, at least breaking it, really begins in your mind, I believe. You have to make the decision to quit. You have to think. I encourage you to do what I call sugary soul searching, where you're, you're just kind of examining things that are going on in your head. I mean, our minds have huge power... Over what we do and what don't do. Now, I'm a big believer in what I do is I help you to take back your power, and part of that begins in your head.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: First thing you want to do is to create a mindset to quit sugar. So, at the beginning of of um, Beyond Sugar Shock. I help you to crank up the volume on your encouraging voice. So we do, like for instance, you do, as I mentioned, the sugary soul searching. It's a very simple thing. I tell people, you know, they can, you can do it. Your listeners can do it right now. And that's to just think about what particular times of day, for instance, do sweets appeal to you the most, uh, who are you with, What exactly is happening that is causing you to turn to sweets? Um, As I mentioned, my background is as a journalist, and one day it occurred to me, well, I could maybe just ask myself the same questions that I have to answer for every story that I write, and that's who, what, when, where, why, how. And so I began to quiz myself and find out about my sugar habit. And, of course, all of that begins in your brain. So, um, sugary soul searching is is a is just very very simple way to find out what is driving you. In other words, if you don't know, if you don't delve into where, how you got there, you're never going to get away from there.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's most And one definite. of
1: the favorite W's for me is, you know, what is your biggest, you know, why? What is the biggest reason that you are turning to sweets and refined carbs. I mean, you probably know what the what is, you know what you're eating, but the other part of the big, the what is also very important because what time is day? Are you turning to sweets every single afternoon at 4 o'clock? Well, that is going to give you some very, very valuable information. It could be that you're just not eating the right foods and you're setting yourself up for, you know, you're, you're hungry for goodness sake. And you're setting yourself up for a binge, or or just eating sweets just to get make yourself get through the day. I mean, I used to get through the day just from one sugar high to the next. It's pretty sad.
3: <laughs> mm, I can, yeah, I've I've had many clients that are talking, you know, coming from that same perspective. And now, you, when you talk about the body, or when you engage the body issue, what are you dealing with there with your clients or with your readers?
1: So many activities that we do. Well, just give um, an example of one. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give one of my absolute favorites. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's, you know, it's like they always ask people, well, you know, how do you how do you pick? Like, what's your favorite? You know, who's your favorite child? What's your favorite? If you're an author, if you've written several books, you know, what's your favorite book? <laughs> it's really hard to do. So one uh, one thing that I encourage people to do. Uh, is to, you know, interact with their bodies, but just to start a love affair with your own body. And that could even be, you know, where you do actually something Louise uh, Hay talks about. You know, you do mirror love affirmations, and you every time you pass the mirror, you, you're like, look deep in your own eyes, and you say really nice things to yourself about your body. And you just start a love affair with your own body. Another uh, another thing you can do is uh, well, this is actually uh, more the mind thing. Well, anyhow, I encourage people to come up with what I call a woohoo theme song. <laughs> and what that is is you know you you go through your CD collection or you go on YouTube or wherever and you find a couple of pieces of music that just, they exhilarate you, they encourage you, they uplift you, they just bring you to a whole other dimension and you forget about your problems for a while. They just excite you. And I think it's really, really important to find a couple of tunes that just really do it for you that just take you you know give you a high i mean what i'm what what you're seeking to do in the 3 weeks before you even quit sugar is to find ways to get high but to get high in healthy ways
3: Okay, well, well, right, let's move on to the next thing, the spirit. And again, we're talking, I guess, more about the first three weeks than the the, the second. But how, how do you engage the spirit in this process?
1: Okay, what's one of the things so many different things? <laughs> well, you're happy
3: as you clear out the negative clutter, that's uh, one of your headings um, there. Well,
1: one, you know, one of the things that um, is a good way to uh, work on your spirit... Oh, let me just back up for a second. Um, uh, it's really, really important for people to decide how they're going to address their sugar habit, whether they're going to kick cold turkey, whether they're going to go gradually, or whether they're going to take some sweets from time to time. So I help people through that. Basically, what the what Beyond Sugar Shock contains um, are some different... I call them adventure sizes, and those are adventurous, <laughs> adventurous like exercises. Mm-hmm. So what I'm seeking to do is I'm seeking to make this a fun, adventure, adventurous, exciting activity. Getting off sugar is going to be fun for you. That is my intention, because I know when I quit back in 1998. Initially, it was like it was
3: not fun at all. <laughs> um, well, I think one of the things you uh, incorporate that really makes a difference, and here you talk about snatch enough vitamin Z, I mean, sleep, come on. You're absolutely right. That's a, a very important uh, to help help them, you know, deal yeah, with and the I, transition.
1: You know, Yeah, it's funny. You know, in 1998 when I quit sugar, I did take naps when I needed to from time to time, but I I didn't know about the fascinating research. And there's even a a study that shows that when you do not get enough sleep, that what can happen is it will make you eat more, and it will make you eat more sweets. That was absolutely fascinating. When you're walking around sleep deprived, and there are about 100 million Americans who are doing that, and you know millions obviously around the world, but you know you'll get irritable and anxious, depressed, and what happens is your body's ability to regulate hunger and fullness—they're controlled by the hormones leptin and ghrelin. But when you're sleep deprived, these, your leptin levels drop. You don't feel as satisfied after eating, and at the same time, your ghrelin levels rise. What it, what it comes down to basically is your appetite's increased, and you're starved for sugar. Mm-hmm. But oh. not getting enough sleep can trigger carb cravings. Just as I was writing Beyond Sugar Shock, I discovered uh, about a study, and these researchers at Columbia University um, found that when you you're sleep deprived, that the participants were eating 300 more or more calories a day, and guess what they wanted? Ice cream and fast food. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really. So I have actually a little quiz in there what to help you to, to decide, well, are you craving sleep or are you craving sugar? I mean, I have uh, clients who told me, you know, they just they wanted to have something really, really sweet. They took like a little 10-minute, 15-minute cat nap, and boom, all of a sudden the cravings went away, and they had the energy to do other things.
3: Yeah. I mean, you even talk here about getting a soothing natural high by exercising almost every day, which I'm certain uh, sort of takes you out of that negative mindset or helps to get you, transition you out of that negative mindset that you talked about.
1: But it's not just that. It's not just exercising. Um, in fact, I was just talking to somebody who was like, oh, you know, I don't like to exercise. And Here's the thing. I don't want to tell people, okay, you got to go do this what i want to tell you to do is to find something that you really really like so while i was actually writing um beyond sugar shock i became hooked on zumba and i'd never and actually it was another fellow author um who had told me about it. her name is marcy a very renowned author and um anyhow she wrote a book called uh happy for no reason love for no reason and she was talking about Zumba at this one-day workshop I was attending, um, presented by my publisher, Hay House. Um, And um, it was the I Can Do It event. Anyhow, she turned on Zumba, and I became so intrigued. Like, what is Zumba? What is it? And so I I went to my first Zumba, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, the first time I went, I was just, like, completely hooked. It is just so much fun. And... So now that is one of my absolute favorite ways to work out. So I don't tell people, just go work out. you got to find a, a type of working out that you really, really love.
3: Okay, and you also talk about finding your sweet, serene spot, uh, meditate. How did you come across that one?
1: Well, um,
3: <laughs> and if you, you tell know, me it's not I,
1: just I, meditate, I I I mean I've been doing meditation on and off. I have to admit that when I quit sugar, I was not meditating, and I wish I'd known about it at that time. Mm. Um, again, um, there's some really interesting research that shows that when and it's not just necessarily meditating, it's me, being mindful, and you don't have to like spend you know an hour every day to go meditate, not at all. In fact, I even interviewed uh, one expert um, on my Gap with the Guru show, and I quote him in Beyond Sugar Shock, and he wrote a book called The Three-Minute Meditator. And so I mentioned some of his tips. He talks about, you know, you can just squeeze these little meditation moments into your day, like while you're waiting in line at the supermarket. He says you just turn your attention onto your breath, and you'll even be calm you'll be calm even if a stressed out person cuts right in front of you. He also said you could just meditate while you walk. You can focus on your walking, noticing for instance which part of your foot touches the ground first each time it hits the floor or sidewalk and then at the same time you just notice if you're breathing in or breathing out this is um, again by somebody, his name is David Harp, he's co-author of the 3 Minute Meditator But my favorite tip that he gave was to meditate while you're on the way to the refrigerator (laughs) 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 and he said so when you're on your way from the couch to the refrigerator, count the number of steps that you take for each in-breath and each (laughs) out-breath
3: So basically they can, uh, you're, you're not saying they have to go become a recluse in Tibet and devote
1: 24-7 <laughs> to
3: meditate, no, no. but the stillness and the calm and the peace that it can engender can be helpful however, whatever. It will, it def-
1: yeah, g- it definitely can. It also will make you more conscious of what you're putting into your lovely body. Um, one of my favorite ways to meditate is actually I have a, uh, meditation CD. Well, I should take that back. I have several meditation CDs by John Kabat-Zinn, and he has. Um, there are ten little ten-minute meditation segments. In fact, at some point soon, I'm going to be adding a little ten-minute meditation segment to my website, BeyondSugarShock.com. Thank you for reminding me. Um, anyhow, I'm just going to add a little. So you really you you can take ten minutes. And it just helps to center you and, and get you focused and get you thinking about, you know, what is it you really want to be doing. But the thing about uh, meditation is that it's um, he, Dr. Uh, John, uh, Kabat-Zinn. He he said uh, in one of his books, he said that meditation is an act of love. It's an inward gesture of benevolence and c- kindness towards ourselves and towards others.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, he and and of course Deepak Chopra, big who's obviously known for meditation. He said there's a way to get into the space between your thoughts,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: that the space between your thoughts is the window, the corridor, the vortex to the infinite mind, the mystery that some people call the spirit or God. He was on the Dr. Oz show saying that. I can't take credit for that, but <laughs> meditation has has been. Um, has been researched extensively mm, yeah. and and they found that when you meditate rec- regularly it also can incre- that it can decrease your blood pressure and lower your cholesterol levels and slow down your heart rate and boost your mm. immune uh function and but here's one I love reduce the production of stress hormones as cortisol as such as cortisol and adrenaline and oh. stress is one of the reasons that people turn to sweets often <laughs>
3: Okay, well, very good. We're we're at that part of the program toward the end here where I'm going to ask you to quickly share your um, words of wisdom that you would like to leave our listeners with this evening.
1: Sure. First <laughs> off, I want to say to those of your listeners who are sugar addicts, take heart. You can quit. You can get over it. But here's what I want you to know is that when you do let go of your sugar habit, you could get more energy, you could feel better, you could be able – I mean, your life could just so completely change, be so completely transformed. And then I want to just encourage people to to cut yourself a break. Don't expect perfection. Don't say, okay, I'm going to go quit this minute. I – it might sound counterintuitive. It might sound like, huh, what is Connie telling me? Don't do it. Uh, yes, I'm telling you don't go quit tonight. What I am telling you to do is to think about your habit, to do that sugary soul search. To find out what are your biggest whys and your biggest whats. Find out what foods draw you the most. Find out what people you're around that, that uh, you know, that, that seem to trigger your desire for sweets. Find okay. out, you know. How you behave after you eat the sweets, so that's one thing I encourage people to check out. And Please connect with me. Um, please listen to my show, Gab with the Gurus" on Blog Talk Radio,
3: and okay. go to my after website. I'm
1: going over now. Okay, folks. Oh, sorry. Get the book, "Beyond Sugar
3: Shock." Uh, you can and then please go to the website as we shared earlier. Thank you so much for this evening. But I've got Thank to you. finish out the program. You have a wonderful night. Okay, folks, it is now uh, time for our herb of the day. Today's herb is wild yam. Uh, The parts used medicinally are the rhizomes and roots. Some of the phytochemicals include beta carotene, and some of the nutrients include calcium, chromium, iron, magnesium, manganese. Phosphorus, Potassium, Selenium, Zinc, Vitamins B1, B2, B3, and C. And remember that this is information shared uh, from bulk and bulk. And um, I'm going to quickly go on to our Yoga
2: Asana.
3: Okay, our Yoga Asana for this evening is the Urva Prasarita Padasana. Uh, again, this is from my
0: the Ayangar
3: way. Uh, lie in a straight line, arms beside the trunk. Keep the knees <clears throat> excuse me, keep the knees facing uh, the ceiling. Extend the arms over the head, palms up, and elbows locked. Stretch from the hips to fingertips tighten the kneecaps and stretch the legs and the feet exhale and raise the legs to thirty degrees extend the lumbar away from the waist and press it down stretch the back of the legs toward the heels stay for a few seconds without holding the breath Uh, Exhale and raise the legs uh, to 60 degrees, extending. uh, Stay for a few seconds. Exhale and raise the legs to 90 degrees. Keep the backs of the legs strong and the abdomen relaxed. Stretch the arms more. Stay for 30 to 60 seconds. Breathing evenly uh, with an exhalation. Lower the legs slowly to the ground without jerking them. In going down, stretch the arms and legs away from each other. Bring the arms down. Let the feet drop to the sides and relax. Okay, I want to remind you that uh, tomorrow, uh, July 25, 2012, uh, Wednesday, I will be rebroadcasting my Joel Odener program. He's the creator of rawlifeline.com. And then on Thursday, July 26, 2012, I will be rebroadcasting my Immaculate Ilibagiza program, author of Left to Tell. uh, Someone I found out about... Wayne Dyer um, and on uh, July 31st next week Susan Depino author of Songs of My Life Slightly Out of Time and um, wellness, wholeness and wisdom everyone be well
0: plus